0: flushcarecom slash weight oh,
1: The 11 to 1 show. Now, as many of you know, I am a celiac, which means I can't have any gluten in my diet. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the fine things in life like pancakes. But as one of the main ingredients is flour, which contains gluten, it can be a bit tricky to taste and kind of enjoy gluten-free pancakes. Well, help is at hand. Dietitian Sarah Kyo has some tasty gluten-free pancake recipe ideas for those of us to try. And she's on the line with us now. How are you getting on, Sarah? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So before we launch into this, just remind us again, what is celiac disease and the fact that there's actually something like 450,000 of us in the country living with this?
0: So we have, well, we have, what we have is about between one in 50 and one in 100 people in Ireland will have celiac disease. Um, and then we've got people who have what we call non-celiac gluten intolerance. So it can actually be quite a huge number um, altogether with it. And celiac disease itself is an autoimmune disease. And in people who have it, and it's genetic, so if you Mm -hmm. have it, when you eat gluten, your body reacts to it and it damages the lining of your gut. But it can also then travel through your body. So people can have problems even with balance. They can have problems with the nervous system, headaches, infertility. And then you can also have, but not always, gut issues like Lovely things like diarrhea, constipation, Mm. bloating, but also burping um, and indigestion as well. And there can be lots of other things with it, but it is an autoimmune disease. The trigger is gluten. So if someone does have celiac disease, they have to be 100% strictly gluten free, um, which can actually be really tricky.
1: Yes, it really can. It really can. Yeah. But this is where the celiac society come in because they have wonderful resources for people. You can. Uh, there's a book. There's an app now as well, actually, which I've heard really great things about. I have to get my hands actually on the app myself and 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 actually get using it. But there's lots of uh, resources for people who are trying to navigate this for the first time.
0: And there are because it's actually very difficult and, you know, I'm 27 years working as a dietitian and I can tell you that a strict gluten-free diet is the hardest diet yeah. to follow because there's no break from it, there's no days off, and tiny, like a lot of people don't get that if 20 millionth of the food has gluten in it, that is enough to be a problem for someone with celiac disease. And if you put it on, I, someone said it to me recently, I thought it was brilliant, they said that is 20 seconds in 11 days. Mm. Um in how tiny it is and I think people often you know you kind of look at CDAC and you go look you know have gluten free bread have gluten free pasta that's brilliant and you're going yeah that's the easy bit Mm. the hard bit is did my sandwich touch a sandwich with gluten in it on the way through the kitchen? You know, and actually that's enough. Something literally just touching is more than enough to transfer the gluten and that's actually where the really difficult bit with celiac diseases and a lot of people don't get that. They think you've nearly been a bit fatty or just difficult or a bit whingy and you're kind of going, no, I really don't need to spend two hours with my head in the toilet this afternoon because I got uh, gluten earlier, you know. So it is is a big deal. It really is important.
1: Yeah, and uh, my lovely uh, colleague Chris this morning made me some gluten-free pancakes and his mom is celiac so he knows how important it is he says to me don't worry I used a completely different pan I made yours completely after all the rest of the people I had it in a separate container he was, he was very knowledgeable about the cross-contamination because this is the um, fear as you mentioned there when other people might be preparing gluten-free pancakes for you know maybe one member or something like that this is the tricky part isn't it?
0: Well, that's exactly it. And I think what you were saying about he was brilliant and that everything was so separate. Mm. So what we've done, I mean, there's so many recipes now for pancakes as well. The sort of traditional flour and egg and, and milk that we use is there. And you can use, um, from a celiac point of view, you can use gluten-free self grazing flour for those yep. and that's going to work. You can actually use gluten-free bread mix. Oh. Um, works for pancakes which a lot of people don't realise actually yeah. works really well and our chef Frances Buckley has recipes on our celiac website at celiac.ie and um, she's a fabulous one if you're into your protein a high protein one that has bananas it has gluten free oats and it has cottage cheese in it and it's actually gorgeous um, Oh I'd say the cheese
1: makes a very interesting element to it mm, now because I've tried the ones too. Yeah I must do yeah. that one now because I've tried the ones with the banana all right in it and that is key because sometimes the gluten free flour just on its own if you make it a traditional way on its own. Mm, yeah. they might going to be they're not going to taste as great. Something like vanilla essence or honey or something. You need a little bit of sweetness in there I think to kind of counteract that kind of taste. I put a drop of vanilla.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that's and a good you know, one.
0: actually in the, the celiac shop out in Clondalkin we mm-hmm. have um pancake mix that you can actually use to make waffles as well. And we have a special offer on that at the moment with the pancake mix with butterscotch sauce
1: and chocolate
0: sauce. And you can actually order that online. Um, so if anyone wants to have a look at that for, for ideas for pancakes, even for next week, you don't have to have pancakes just on Pancake Tuesday. Um, but as I said, if you have a look at the website, Frances has loads of recipes, but what she also has in a, in a really nice article is how to safely make pancakes for someone oh, who's feeling And really just go, as you said... Making sure the pan is fully washed and with soap and water because gluten is kind of sticky. Yeah. So you have to kind of really wash it off. Um, kind of the same the as if you're,
1: you know, like if you're after cooking raw meat somewhere, it's the yeah. same kind of diligence. That's the kind of thing yeah. I say to people as diligent as you would be with raw meat on a surface. That's what I'd say. Yeah.
0: And it is. And it's just being really, really careful all the time because, you know, sometimes you want to make something for someone who's celiac and, you know, sometimes they've got to be scare people out of it. But actually, it's just, as you said, been really food safety, just keeping everything nice and clean and everything nice. And separate, and that's going to work. You know, sometimes you, you know, I see people doing two batches. Um, one of my kids is lactose intolerant, so okay. I have the lactose free pancake batter on one side, and I have the ordinary pancake batter on the other side. And I have to be really careful I don't accidentally give them the wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're just being paying attention to stuff like that, and um, with it, and it's the same with celiac. You know, it's yep. lovely for everybody to be able to enjoy a day like Pancake Tuesday. Um, you know, and whether you're a celiac or not or whatever else is going on, there's always going to be ways around to actually have lovely things to eat.
1: Yeah, there really is. So and there's no, some people might think, you know, that there's nutritional drawbacks to being on a, a gluten free diet. Not the case, Sarah. No, I mean, one of the things that we do see, and
0: I, obviously I do um, a dietitian clinic at the Celiac Society, and the big thing when most people become gluten free is straight away they lose fibre. But we just find other ways to bring that in because most of us are getting our fibre from whole grain bread or whole grain cereals. But yeah. there's loads of other ways to get it in. That's the only thing. The rest of it, um, the diet is just as healthy. I mean, you still need to eat your fruit and veg and all your normal healthy stuff. Um, but the lovely thing is most people haven't been absorbing their nutrition properly. So as soon as they go on the gluten-free diet, they suddenly all those vitamins and minerals are coming in. And I love seeing patients on their three-month review. Yeah, And you can just see the brightness in their skin and their eyes and their energy levels, especially the kids. They're just bouncing around the place. And you just think it's fantastic. It's so lovely. That we're seeing um, you know, kids getting picked up. And I think it's fantastic. I know healthcare professionals are a lot quicker to start testing for celiac disease now because years ago it was thought that like one in 10,000 had celiac disease. Now we know it's somewhere between one in 100, if not one in 50. Yeah. So we need to be just testing that bit more. And it's brilliant just to see the benefits, as I said, especially for the kids.
1: I've just a quick question here from Martin. Uh, he's coming in uh, on the message here saying he's gluten intolerant. So not celiac, but uh, any advice or, or support for him? He must be just newly diagnosed. So, I mean, you can reach out to Celiac Society,
0: although we're, mm-hmm. we're called Celiac, that's kind of our, our old, call it name, but we, we absolutely help people with non-celiac gluten intolerance as well. And the always thing I'd always go is, I'd say 80% of the time when I meet someone who's got a gluten intolerance, when we actually get them properly tested, they do turn out to have Celiac disease.
1: Okay. And the biggest
0: issue is most people were not eating gluten for six weeks before getting tested So if you cut out gluten and then get tested, it's always going to come back negative. So that's always the thing, just to double check. But for someone who's gluten intolerant, um, generally they need to be fairly strict with the gluten, but there tends to be a little bit more wiggle room and it does just vary. So I said, if you contact the office, info at celiac.ie we can definitely get you some information.
1: Fantastic. And finally, what is the all-important question for you? What topping are you going to have on pancakes later on, Sarah? Oh, I'm a total traditionalist. It is lemon and butter
0: and sugar all the way for me Fantastic. and I'll be eating them straight
1: out of the pan <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic Sarah thank you so much for joining us with all of that information Dietitian Sarah Kyo, there you can find more information Martin it's a great website celiac.ie I highly recommend that you have a look and it will have a section there just on on the request that you're looking for uh, here or also if you want to um, email them info at celiac.ie Noah can stick season in LMFM's 11 to 1 lots of people getting in touch after our segment there with Sarah yeah look it, it's important to know all the details so what we'll do is at the end of the show I will podcast just Sarah's in uh, interview there for people to listen back to and As I I recommended, celiac.ie is a really good website just to get more information about it. But um, if you are looking for a good pancake mix um for celiacs, okay, so I go for the self-raising flour, not so much the plain flour. I don't know why it's the self-raising flour, even just the normal, just free from brand. I think you can get it in Tesco. That's actually really just easier and it tastes nicer as well i always put a banana in i put two eggs in milk and honey now i don't measure you know the way you just know kind of by the look of the consistency of the batter but for the pancake itself for the actual shape of it i don't really go for the you know the big kind of thin Crepe style, it I find it doesn't really work as well for celiacs. Just in my my opinion, I go for the the um normal kind of you know the American style, slightly fatter one, and it's really really nice. So there you go. Hopefully you try it and you like it. But the banana and the bit of honey in there actually adds to the nice sweetness of it. Now, one in three confide this to taxi drivers. I'm going to be revealing all. Plus we've got music from Dido on the way. Oh, L-M-F-M. The eleven to one show.